All right. So, uh, how do you want to start this? I don't know. But why did you say that word? What word? Um, I hate that word. How can you hate the word um? You say um so much. Like, I don't, I don't understand. <sighs> I really, can, um, I, can, I really don't know. <laughs> can you all explain it to me a little bit better than that? Uh, what What is so wrong with the word um? It's just, it's just so frustrating. Like, have you ever been on the phone with a customer service representative and they don't know how to fix your problems? So they just go, um, 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 yeah, yeah. It's just so fr- like um isn't helping me. No, but um is like the root of so many good words, like yum. There's nothing bad about yum. Gum. Yeah, I hate yum. I rum. Hate gum. I hate oh, rum's pretty good. <laughs> but yum, I mean, it has um in it. It's just so infuriating. Do you know what else is infuriating? What else is infuriating? How do you spell um? U-M. Or U-H-M. I don't think I've ever heard that one. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I spelled it no, the way you would hear it. Right, but like thumb. Yeah, thumb. Thumb. T H U M B. Right. Why is the B why there? <laughs> and if and why isn't there an um? Why is it um U M B? Why is thumb U M B? I'm more questioning why thumb is U M B because it's not thumb. Maybe because it's fat. The B is like. See, it's a B. Thumbs up. It's a B. Thumb. I'm gonna start calling it the thumb. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. No, so, yes, customer service is, like, the most frustrating thing ever, and I really do try to be nice to those people. Right, because we've we've all been in that situation where you get someone who thinks they're right as the customer, and they're simply not. Correct. Yeah, I have to deal with them, though, for my wife, because she's one of those miserable people where she's been on hold for so long that she just can't be nice anymore. Oh, one of those yeah so usually when it comes to dealing with customer service if she's on hold for more than five minutes she'll just hang up and let me call and deal with it because i'm that person where i don't like the callback thing what do you think of the callback thing i use it only when it's like when it comes up and goes oh your wait time is going to be over an hour and i'm like yeah no screw that call me back if you don't i'll call you again later i don't know the last time i saw a wait time over an hour if it's like nice egg Oh. Or RG&E. I, I, you must call like a city branch or something. Mm-mm. I call the main thing. Oh. I don't I know. I probably maybe just it, called for during busy times. I was going to say, maybe I don't. Maybe you're like on that peak electricity hour, you know, lunch or, I don't know. Anyways, either way, as long as the wait time is like half an hour or less, I'm like, fuck you. I'll just stay on the line. Like, yeah, I don't want you to, I want you to have to pick up the line instead of going to use the bathroom. Okay, like right. I'm not waiting for you to call me back <laughs> after your bathroom break. I want you to pick up and talk to me because I'm still here waiting. So you want to hear them in the bathroom on their bathroom break? Fuck yeah. Don't give me any of that out of sight, out of mind bullshit. I want to hear how strong your stream is. Like we got to know what we're working with here. Do you got that big dick energy where you're going to talk me off the ledge or do you got that like little guy syndrome where I'm pushing you around? It's a pro- yeah. Or do you not right. have one at all? That Oh, well that one's usually. Uh, then you got to be nice. I'm assuming things. If you deal with a customer service rep with big <clears throat> dick syndrome, they're not taking any of your shit. You deal with a no. little guy, he's either suicidal or he's just going to be like quiet, mousy, and, and deal with it. probably going to go, um, um, and um, if, and then I'm going to beat him up and even more. And if they more, don't want, like, have one at all, if they don't have things about, um, 
Right. And if they don't have one at all and it's a woman, then you be nice to them. Right. Because you got to be nice to ladies. Yes. Always. Even when they really, really frustrate you. Yeah. So how does your wife drive you nuts? I know you mentioned to me the other day, gas mileage in your car wasn't doing as good as it used to. No, it never is, though. Did she, I, did she drive it once? <clears throat> I swear to you, this woman drives my car in third gear and never shifts out. <laughs> if I've got, I can, like, drive nice and easy in yeah. the middle of summer, and I've got, like, 38 to 40 miles a gallon. That's pretty good. Like, 250-something miles, everything yeah. 38 to 40. She goes six miles, I get in, I'm at, like, 34. I'm like, what the fuck did you just do? Probably the Did same you, thing I do. I can't get my car above 24, and then freaking my wife will drive my car, and she'll have it up to, like, 28, and I'll be like, what did you do? Bipolar opposite. I have, you know, <clears throat> 38 to 40. She gets in it, goes six miles to town and back. Is like, did you shift out a third and leave it running the whole time? Because you on 250 miles, to drop the average by anywhere from four to six points, you can't shift. If, if well... See, in yeah, my I, car, I really if do I get... even touch the gas pedal, I can watch it just go. Doo, 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 doo. Oh no! Like my winter mileage is still thirty-five. Yeah. Like it, I, I don't, Mike. I always get more than what my car is rated for. Okay. And I don't know if it's because I keep up on the maintenance and just more highway driving than anything else, or you know, not stop and go, or what it being. A true standard shift car. Right. Not but, an automatic with an electronically not, controlled clutch. Yes, not not the auto crap that they put in most of them. Which, I don't know why when they decided that they were going to make the option for the torque converter. Because in some of the late ones, <clears throat> I want to say 17, 18, you could get a an automatic with a torque converter again. I do not know why they didn't just take and pull that manual crap out and leave that in. Right. And why didn't they also, I guess one of my bigger questions too is is when they started having problems, when they first originally came out with just the reprogram, when they started failing even after the reprogram, why not just start putting torque converters in them then? Honestly, because it's totally different trans. So the guts on the inside of them are still full manual. There are no fluid chambers, oh, no nothing. So it's it's not... a full manual inside. Okay. It's just electronically shifted. And that's where a lot of the issue is in the programming. It's in the clutches and in the programming. Because also to try to keep give you that smooth transitional, like, it is an automatic sensation. Yeah. It's got two input shafts, so it can select two different gears or it'll change gears. So, like... One shift solenoid will control reversed, yeah, reverse, first, third, and fifth, and the other does second, fourth, and sixth. Okay. So they <clears throat> they switch off, and but it's it's trash. But yeah. either way, you get a lot better gas mileage than oh, a yeah. lot of people do. I, I get and what your car is rated for because those are rated for like thirty two, right? Um, I don't even know. By the way, I want to say they were like. 34 highway okay and you're getting like 38 40 yeah in the one in the spring so you spring, just summertime. drive so i you were one of the people that taught me how to drive yes you had a lead foot then yes i still do 
Oh, let me just tell you, when I beat the piss out of my car, I get 35. What the fuck is wrong with that car? I, it loves me. It loves the abuse. It, it really must. So, yeah. It's been a wild week. How's your week, man? Um, It's been a little bit off the rocker. Okay, I need your opinion on this. Okay. I was having a conversation with the wife. We were laying back to back. Still touching, just meshed back to back. Okay. Right. I farted. Now, my question to you <laughs> is if you are laying back to back, ass to ass, and someone farts, I tried to explain to her that it wasn't me that stunk. It's the part of the fart that came out of her second that stunk. Because how it, long did you guys have a conversation about this? I want to know how long you guys were laying in bed going, that was your fart, it came out of you first. No, it was your fart, it came out of you last. No, it was more of a, oh my god, that fucking stinks. And I'm like, well, it came out of you last. She's like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I'm like, we were back to back, butt to butt. I said, it came out of me, went in you and came back out and sunk like hell. That's not my stink, I don't stink like that. And she's like, you're out your fucking mind right now. I'm like, no, really, it works that way. Google it. And she's like, not a fucking chance. That's Did she stupid... Google it? Because then we'd have our answer. No, she's like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Long story short, I couldn't convince her. And apparently, so... apparently it was me that stunk. You ever drive by the landfill? Every day. All right, so I got a question for you. Okay. Olympic swimmers, synchronized swimmers, people like that. They can hold their breath, what, three, four minutes at a time easily? Yeah. Have you considered doing breath training at all? Like, I'm just curious. Like, if they ever drove by a landfill, do they just look over and they're like, oh, my God, it's a landfill. It's a landfill. And it smells awful. And they just start holding their breath. And, like, three, four minutes later, they're out of the zone. And they just, like, keep breathing like it's a normal thing. You know, I think that would be a smart idea if you could breathe to begin with. I suck at that, so I don't think of that thing. Okay. But I do think that there is a pretty good chance, like, if you were to fart in a room with an Olympic diver or an Olympic swimmer, you're probably right. He would probably just go, oh, this is fine. Or is he the one in the room that farts and just stands there like... (laughs) And then all of a sudden somebody's like, oh, my God. God. Do you smell that? No. No. (laughs) Of course I don't. Who smelt it, dealt it. No, but who farted last? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah, I really think, though, that if you learn to control your breathing to where you could just be like, oh, landfill, and just sit there right. for like three or four minutes and not breathe. Like, don't take it to the point so, where so you're like. So have you done it? No, I can't hold my breath that long. I'd be the person that would try, and I'd be like. <laughs> then, you'd, then you'd be crashing. What if you had a self-driving car? Then you wouldn't have to worry about crashing when do you we, passed out trying to hold your breath. Do we really want to go down this rabbit hole? Oh, I want to go down this rabbit hole. What would happen if you drove past a dumpster and held your breath and passed out? In a self-driving car? In a self-driving car. And then, let's make it worse, a kid runs out in front of you. Well, I'm not going to know what happens. I'm passed out. Well, right. <laughs> so the car has to make a choice. The car can only choose what is programmed to choose. Artificial so it has intelligence. To be programmed for the this. the best way I can explain it to you is when I went to college for automotive. Yep. I was told all your modules 
are an over-glorified filing room. Yes. There's a little guy running around. You get an input from something. The little guy runs over, pulls the file, pulls the folder, and goes, all right, all right, all right. You know, 30 miles an hour, there's something this close, pulls the file. All right, I don't do anything yet. Next. 30 miles an hour. Now it's this close. All right, start applying the brakes. 30, you know, 29 miles an hour. We're getting even closer now. Slam on the fucking brakes. We're too close. Like, it's just some dude yeah, running around right. there pulling files to see what to do. Not exactly how it works, but close. <laughs> um, it's basically that it has to be told what to do in these scenarios. That being said, it is trying to... It's also going to think of the safety of its occupants, but it also has to think of the safety of what it's going to hit. So if it sees, you know little Timmy chasing after his ball going running out into the road is it gonna run over a little Timmy or and or is it possibly gonna run off the road crash your car to avoid little Timmy but now you're dead and will there be an override button that says save me <laughs> the override button thing would be great like <laughs> unless you're in your for, own neighborhood parents. right well, what happens if it swerves off the road to Miss Timmy and hits little Jill? Not only that, so, <laughs> so I was having a conversation with somebody like this, and they were like, well, you know, there's going to end up having to be safety features. Right. Because in my head, I'm like, all right, let's say you're driving down the road. Okay. Car's driving itself. You don't have to do anything. Well, some of these have the, like, your hand has to be on the wheel. Mm-hmm. All right, fine, whatever. Hands on the wheel, falling asleep, right? Yep. Deer runs out in front of you, scares the living piss right out of you, right? Okay. But you're not 30. You're 65, 70. Mm-hmm. You have a fucking heart attack. Deer goes on its way, car starts driving again. You've got a predetermined destination. Here's little Timmy, who didn't get hit by a car. Yay! Grandpa's here for my birthday! Oh no, and Grandpa's dead Grandpa, in the car! Grandpa! Grandpa! Fuck! Grandpa's <laughs> dead! Get away from the car! Happy birthday, Timmy! <laughs> like, Timmy survived. So, alright, his hand was on the wheel the whole time, right? Right. So it drove him there. So are you going to have a safety feature now where you have to check for a pulse? Because if not, you know those retractable like skeleton hands? Like you and, could and, literally just get one of those and be like And it doesn't even have to be a heart attack or anything. Like it could be as simple like and you wouldn't even have to be old in theory, like and that's scary. I never really thought of that. Like what if I'm choking on something? I Could you imagine like crime scenes for that though? Right. Like you show up to a crime scene, oh, we got another dead one and just send it to the <laughs> Bye-bye, program GPS, take it to headquarters. Oh, that would be great. You just, like, prop them up in the driver's seat with, like, a birthday hat just as a prank. (laughs) (laughs) Just a dead body showing back up. Yeah. Hospitals would become an interesting thing. Ambulances. Self-driving ambulances. I don't... I don't know. (laughs) Well, I was going to make it, but it stopped for the red light. Now you dead. <laughs> yeah. I will say there are some benefits to it. Like, you don't need a designated driver anymore. No. And 
and it used turn signals. Did you realize that turn signals were not in like passenger vehicles until 1939? And at that point, they were just options like you could add them in. Like a lot of manufacturers didn't even make them standard equipment until the 50s. No, I and didn't. they were not actually mandated to be in cars until 1968. I did not know that, but that's really interesting. Yeah, I know, right? And most Man- of the older cars I've seen, like most of them have turn signals. That's the weirdest thing because I'm thinking about it. And like, well, there were options back then, and that's probably why people like your grandparents. They don't know how to use their turn signal because it wasn't standard equipment in their shit. That's just some fancy add-on. They're like, what the fuck do I need that for? I didn't have it when I was a kid. Yeah, I know. You didn't have seatbelts either. Like, I'm surprised you're here. Yeah, right. But no, and, and that's what amazes me, okay? 1968, they finally get mandated in, right? According to Google. I'm not no fucking historian. 1968. Not no fucking historian. Nope. You should not an, just said fucking I'm not wrong. a literary major either. Obviously. Um, but anyway, <laughs> 1968, get mandated in, right? Okay. I'm pretty good at math, all right? That's 55 years ago. Can you fucking believe that? Turn signals have been mandated in cars for 55 years, and, and fucking still people still don't know how to use them. <laughs> oh, my God. That is awful. No, I have never considered that, and now I'm mad at people. Another like, thing, just get a little bit more. So another thing, though, with like the self-driving cars, right? Yeah. At least you'll know they're going to come standard with GPS. Oh, they have to. Exactly. What happens? So you know how your GPSs get yes, out of date. I was going to say that. One of the the bad <laughs> things, though, is GPSs that are not up to date. Like they don't have the updated map map packet. Oh, map package yes do you know how many times like you're driving and they're like your destination is 500 you know feet on your left and you're like okay cool and you're in the middle of like driving by a field and it's like you have arrived it's like arrived where Where? (laughs) and then all of a sudden your car's like oh yeah that's right we're here right over to ditch into the field like what the fuck right is it gonna like notice the lines on the road and stuff like right and something i ran into not too long ago was my gps in my car so I followed Google that GPS. Okay. Because that one's almost always up to date, which is what I would assume they're probably going to do with self-driving cars. They're going to use a system that's more up to date more often. Right. However, if they use what cars use now, like you mentioned, it has to have a the updated maps in it and all that stuff. Right. Um and my car just recently didn't know a bridge existed. So it was trying to take me around the block and take, like, 15 more minutes. And Google told me, hey, go over this bridge. Right. Which, that's it's not, fine. That's not such a big deal. It's only 15 minute, extra minutes. Make the opposite of that. What if it doesn't know a bridge went away? That could be something. That could be bad. That could be a fishing trip. <laughs> Either for you or the wrecker that's pulling your car out. <laughs> right. And are you going to have to pay to update the maps? Is it going to be like a monthly subscription to so, keep your maps up? It's up not even that. Is your driver quality going to be a monthly subscription? Like, all right, we got this guy that's okay for 10 bucks a month. You can have this other guy that's like, you know, 25, 30, been around a little while, decent driver for like, you know, 20 bucks. You can have a professional guy that makes you feel like you're in a limo service for, you know, 50 bucks a month. Right. 
Or you can get our free trial hillbilly that's had five beers and test your luck in it. Like, like, yeah. and then all of a sudden you're like, holy fuck, you won't stay on the road. <laughs> and the best Upgrade. Part. Upgrade. <laughs> you're getting the limo driver. Everyone's just got limo drivers. Yeah. Oh, man. What? I mean, you would think they all have to be good drivers, though, because it's all artificial intelligence to artificial. do everything correctly. Artificial. Well, they're talking about... I read an article half-assedly that said that they wanted to put white lights and add, like, a fourth light to the traffic lights as a communication light to talk to the self-driving cars so that all the self-driving cars can talk to the white light and the white light can talk to them to let them know what they're all doing and who's supposed to do what. But it's a single color. How's it going to tell them anything? It's a data light. It's not, like, a real... Like okay. a data point light. Yeah, I don't know. How often, how, more often than not, you have so many fucking communication issues and network problems in these cars. Like, yeah. How do you think? Like 90% of the problem, or 90% of the time, you'll pull codes and you'll have a laundry list of communication codes. And you're where go, you're like, no, um, yeah, these matter. No. Oh, look, no there's con- the O2 sensor code. No concern. That's the one I need to worry about. No concern. No concern. <laughs> It's not acting up now. <laughs> yeah. Trust me, I know. Like, all the miscommunications. Oh, I forgot to tell it to hit the brakes. <laughs> Sorry, car in front of me. Or, oh, I thought, even though it was a clear, sunny day, that we saw, like, a reflective something on the road. So we hit the brakes for you. And the other car with a person in it behind you didn't react that much because they were following you. And there was nothing there, so they didn't realize that you were going to just be hitting the brakes out of nowhere. So, another thing I've hoped, I've been wondering for a while. So, right now, we've got a few brands that have self-driving cars, and yes. they're only somewhat self-driving. You're still supposed to drive yourself. It's almost like a highway Right, you're still, still supposed to have input. Right. That being said, do we think the roads will be safer when everything's completely self-driving and you don't have to worry about other drivers because like right now if you were in a self-driving car and i wasn't i could cause the accident but if we were both in self-driving cars and we got and they didn't miscommunicate right and we got in an accident who's at fault in that case like that's a really big question because honestly it's like all right who's at fault is it your fault or my fault? Your car's fault or my car's fault? Do we got to pull codes and look through codes to see which car didn't do what it was supposed to do? And does is it matter it, at that point? Is it, or do we? And is it either of us that's at fault? Because like, if we took care, like, what if we both took care of our cars? Everything was operational. And is it so? Now is it the brand's fault? You can try and go after the brand, and they're going to find a loophole. Right. So, like, they're going to be like, oh, Mr. Johnson, yeah, I see your car was in an accident, but do you know that you are 100 miles overdue for your oil change? Okay. It'll probably be an electric motor anyway, but they'll they'll be like, you haven't rotated your tires in 6,000 miles. You're supposed to do it every five. You're not up to date on your maintenance. What does my tire rotation have to do with the fact that my car went through an intersection and hit another car? Right. It doesn't. Oh, well, it tried to hit the brakes, but it slid through the intersection because your tires weren't good. I don't know about all that. Do you want to want to know more than that, though? Not even just like the, the you, you know how you said, you know, you almost have to have the save me button? Yeah. So let's say you got a fully automated self-driving car. You punch in your GPS location. Okay. 
you fall asleep, take a little power nap, you wake up, you're like, son of a bitch, I got to piss or I'm going to piss my pants. Like, do you just have to hit a button and be like, take me to a fucking bathroom now? Oh, or like, I didn't think do you have that. to tell it exactly where you want to go? Like, oh my God, find the nearest fucking gas station. <laughs> I'm going to piss my pants. <laughs> Or are they just going to have, like, a bedpan sitting there with you for you? Or, or is it just going to be an ejectocito, cuz, and you just press <laughs> the button and... <laughs> right. I can pee now. Right. Same thing with gas, though. Is it just going to tell you to fuck off if, like, your state of charge is too low to make it to your destination or you don't have enough gas? Is it going to be like, yeah, fuck you, we're not driving you there? Or is it going to be like, you need to pick a gas well, station to stop at first? I think, if I'm correct, I think Tesla has a certain right now don't quote me i don't know well i know one. like a lot of them but the gps is will set up and they'll be like oh you can make it to this charging station then this yes. one then this one then this one yeah right so i would assume they're going to automatically do that as well but, but unless it's just gonna, you live in the country but it's just going to no take you there stations. why not is it going to plug you into probably no. not no so you, it's not like but the same thing like what if you go to take off and it's like Oh, you're at fifteen percent. You can only make it this far. Is it going to tell you to fuck off and charge your car, or is it going to try and drive you and die on the side of the road? I don't know. If it's starting to die, is it going to be like you have to take over, or is it or just going to die be... in the middle of the road and be like, "Well, I tried." Or is it going to automatically take you to the charging station? If it dies, is it going to be programmed to automatically pull off the road? Or is it just going to stop in the middle of the road? The person behind you is going to fucking smash India. And then is it your fault or Is my it at least going to put the hazards on? Like, don't get me wrong. Some of it, it can take out some of human error. Right. So long as the human is smart enough or dumb enough. Like, I don't take your I pick. I don't know. Yeah. However you want to say so it like, in that case. Back to you come up to an intersection, right? Right. It's going to be programmed, basically, with the info that's in that driving book that you didn't read before you took your test. The one that tells you right away that nobody knows. I read the first page. What, what did it say? That was so many years. I don't remember. <laughs> exactly. So, like, right of way. There's so many people that do or that know right of way yeah. that's not necessarily right. And how many accidents do you get in where two people are both like, oh, I got right away. And then they're, like, stopping in the middle or hitting each other. Right. So now the car is programmed to be like, oh, you know, if you're going straight and they're turning past your lane, you have right away. And the other guy's like, oh, I made it to the stop sign first. It doesn't matter that we waited for traffic. I've got right away because I got here first. Right. So then the car starts going and the other guy comes out and turns and they collide right in the middle. Okay, well, the car was programmed that... It had the right of way because that's what it says by the book that programmed it. When the other guy's like, no, I got right away. I know this for a fact. Well, but then in that case, who's going to be wrong? The guy, the human error in that case. Right. Like, I'm not saying like who would be right or wrong for insurance reasons, but it's like, okay, that car was programmed by the book. And the guy's like, no, I know the book better than that computer does. Which unfortunately is going to be a lot of people out there that think that because they think they know everything i hate those people but again so this is going to roll us into another topic here but yeah lines on the road okay you get snow you get salt any you know fucking somebody moses yard into the road yeah, right you can't see the lines anymore how is it going to determine where you are is that like just going to kick it out of its autopilot self-driving mode and force you to drive what if you're not awake 
Is it going to try to pull you off the road? It doesn't know where the edge is. Right. And how's it going to, you know, how does it even know kind of like what to do? And how do we ever get to a full self-driving car if well, and, it's so and see, dependent on the lines on the road? And that's the Maybe next thing. Maybe they'll come up with something where it's an electrical field coming from the road rather than a camera watching the lanes like it is but now. who's going to put that in? How much is that going to cost to install electric lines onto roads? Listen, we're already talking about blowing our budget on creating electric cars to begin with and recreating well, our entire infrastructure. Let me, let me explain something to you, okay? As somebody in the automotive field, I pay attention to what my car does at times. Yeah. Have you driven in a car with lane keep assist? Yes, I hate it. Why? Because, I, I don't know, I just do. Because half the time I'm in the lane and it's telling me I'm not. Okay, I got another one for you. There is a road that we drive down. Okay. No lines on the road whatsoever. Yep. Part It's lane and a half wide, maybe. Okay. They laid pavement down it. They did okay. it in two different sections. So in the middle of this road is an uneven spot of pavement. And the pavement is like one sheet of pavement and the other sheet of pavement, but they're not level. They never like crushed that center pavement line so you can see where it was paved on one side and the other. Okay. The driver's side mirror picks that up as a line in the road and tries to kick us off the shoulder of the road. Really? Yes. It's wow. registering it as a line <clears throat> okay. because of the offset in the pavement. Well, that's and that's why I brought up they need to change what they're doing to become fully self-driving. They would need to change what they're doing because right now you're going a lot off of in the programming, you're going off of a lot of what ifs. Exactly. Cuz right now you've got okay, so the camera that sees a line in the road that isn't actually a line in the road. You've got the fact that it's a camera There's, to begin with. You have to have so it's, many pieces what if it's not of, aimed correctly like So, for example, drive-by wire, right? right. There is two throttle position sensors. They don't mirror each other. They're opposite. Yep. Checks and balances. How many checks and balance systems do you have to put in these cars to actually get them to drive themselves realistically and be safe about it? Because right now there really isn't a check and balance. Like, you've got, you know, cameras for, like, lane keep assist and stuff like that. I'm sure you've had to re-aim a million of them because someone taps a snowbank. Yeah. It's it's yeah, so Yeah, it's easy all radar and cameras and everything and else. And again, that... right now, that's not such a big deal because it's all just assist. So it'll make your dashboard light up like a Christmas tree. But otherwise, you're okay. But when, it's, when you're talking about a self-driving car, you know, and How... people are like, oh, well, if it's self-driving, it won't tap that snowbank. Well, right. But you don't see everything. What if a tree branch blows across the road, your car can't stop in time? Or does it just slam on the brakes to try to stop you? But then, even if it even if it tries you're to on stop ice. you, yeah. But even if it tries to stop you and it it can't because you're on ice or it's a wet road or all the different situations that may happen. Yeah. So it hits that branch. Now that camera's out of whack. If it's a full driving car and the you as a human can't take over, what happens? You're stuck on the side of the road. Yeah. Calling AAA. <clears throat> But anyways, to segue into the other topic that I did want to talk to you about. Okay. When you have lines on the road versus when you don't have lines on the road, how do you drive? 
for example, for me, if I don't have lines on the road, I'm not driving on the right shoulder of the road. I'm driving down the middle of the road. Same. What about when you have lines? Right side of the road. What if it's nasty? Right side of the road. Okay. And that's where we're going to be different. Why? What do you do when it's nasty out? It depends which lane's clear. How much traffic's coming? You just drive on the wrong side of the road well, on bad roads. Honestly, if the roads are kind of shitty out, yeah, and I'm not around other traffic, I'm going to drive straight down the middle. Why? What are the lines there for? To keep you away from the other traffic? If there's no other traffic, then what's it matter where I drive on the road? What if, if they someone pl- comes? Then I'll move over. But if they plow the left side of the fucking road and they haven't plowed the right yet, I'm going to drive down the left side of the road. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Why not? Because the, why the would lines, you do this? The lines are a suggestion to keep you in check around traffic. You remember that book you brought up earlier? Maybe. <laughs> um, maybe. <laughs> I think it tells you where to be. And I think it tells you to go to the right if you can't see said lines. Although, you know, I wonder if okay. it actually even so covers question, what happens if you can't see the lines. Or if there's no lines. Yeah. But, no, so legitimate question, though. If one side of the road is clear and safe to drive on and the other side is covered in snow and iffy to drive on, which is the right side of the road to drive on? The clear side where you're going to make it or the not-so-great side if there's no traffic coming? The side that's your driveway because you shouldn't be out if it's that bad? <laughs> But what if you were at work or at the grocery store and all of a sudden it's just like blizzard, snow, fuck you. Sleep in your car. You can't sleep with four kids in a fucking car. Are you mad? (laughs) Well, if you've got all of the kids, you've got the vehicle that can make it through the snow, which means whatever side is the correct side, so right. Right, the right side, the clear side. No, legitimately, though, the lines on the road are a guideline to keep all the cars in check. If there's no other cars, it's your road. You can do whatever. Go back to saying, the, um. The other person, the only other person that you have to argue with is the police officer that pulls you over when he sees you. And honestly, the only real reason that. Were, were you ready to yield at that stop sign? The only real <laughs> reason. That the officer is going to give you a load of crap is if you pull over on the left side of the road because that's the side you were driving on. And then when he pulls you over and he's like, why the fuck are you over here? He'd be like, well, Mr. Officer, as you can see, this side of the road is clear and it's a lot nicer than that side over there. Okay, I understand that, but I went, I pulled you over. Why didn't you pull over over there? Oh, you see that? It's shitty over there. Wouldn't you rather walk on this nice, clean road to come give me this ticket instead of over there? <laughs> I'm sure they're. I am not love speaking. That. I am not speaking from experience at this point. If it does happen, are you sure? If it does happen, you'll be the second person to know. But I'm just saying, I will like, be the second person to know. Why the second? Because I'll be the first. Oh, that's fair. Yes, but again, on a legitimate note, if there is no one around, the roads are not that great. I'm. I don't give a shit Hold about up. the lines. all this talking about cars and accidents and stuff has me on another topic in my head. It just popped out of thin air. Thin air. Thin air. Okay. Have you heard from Chad? Yes. Or did he die in a car? He didn't die in a car accident? No. Well, that's that's impressive. His driving Considering record his driving record. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm surprised he hasn't. No, I actually spoke with him earlier today. Really? Yes. So yesterday on my way home, as I was driving by 
his house. Okay. I saw there was a car in the driveway. So I called him repeatedly five or six times in a row, to which he did not answer. No big deal. I mean, that's normal for a friend to do, to start calling people five, six times in a row because you saw his car. So my general rule of thumb is <laughs> if I call you once and you don't answer and I call you again, it means I actually need something. Right. I'm not saying I actually needed something, but I've tried to call him. So <laughs> I didn't call him for no reason, right? So I call him like five, six yeah, times I'd... in a row and it goes to voicemail and it's actually letting me leave a voicemail. I'm like, son of a bitch, this motherfucker must actually, have realized yeah. and deleted his voicemail. So I left him a voicemail. I said, hey, Chad, give me a call back. Don't make me fill your voicemail box. Just call me back. Nothing. Did you fill his voicemail box? No, I called him at 6 p.m., 6.30, and he didn't answer. So I was like, you... Do you know what time he works tomorrow? Mm-mm. He's, I wonder if he's going to be in so bed then, when I leave. So then I called him this morning. <laughs> okay. At 6.30 in the morning. Because that seems to be a popular time for anybody to get a hold of anybody anymore. And You try with me. It doesn't always work. No. But so I called him at six thirty. He didn't answer. So I called him a second time. He didn't answer. I called him a third time. He didn't answer. So I left him another voicemail. I said, "Listen, motherfucker, I already told you. I actually need to talk to you. You better call me back before I honestly fill your voicemail box." Because <laughs> I'm about to do this. Right. No response. I called him at eleven thirty. He's like, "Hey, what do you need? I'm walking into work." I said, "Great." I said, "Didn't you see? I called you like seventeen hundred times." He's like. I saw three missed calls. I said, what about the two voicemails? How'd you leave a voicemail? I didn't delete those. I said, I don't know. I got pissed and deleted them for you then because I left you two of them. He's like, oh, I don't know. I didn't delete anything. I didn't know I had any. I said, all right. It must have said fuck him and just automatically deleted. Right. And he's, he's like, well, I'm walking into work. What do you need? I said, I need to know when you're working next Saturday. So then I was actually able to have a conversation with him. So he's going to come hang out with us next weekend. So, legitimate legitimate note. Yep. Can you edit other videos into this? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Does your dog do anything strange? Um, like... Give me a definition. Humping things. He doesn't hump anything. He wrestles with his pillow. Oh, it's a pillow for him. <laughs> okay. So, see... This is that whole playoff, right? The dog wrestles his pillow. Dad wrestles with mom. Dad usually that, wins. Yeah. That's why dad's on top. <laughs> so, I happen to have my ex's teddy bear. Okay. Is that the thing you decided to keep? No, actually, my cat decided to keep it. <laughs> okay. And he loves to hump. This teddy bear. What is this cat's name? Nova. What is this teddy bear's name? I haven't named the teddy bear. If you can come up with something witty, please, for the love of God, I will love that. Calm stuffed. <laughs> so he will literally drag it across the floor, hump it, drag it across the floor somewhere else, hump it again. And I got so excited the other day because I actually caught it on my security cam. No one believed me. It was like all of my friends would just go, oh, look, the teddy moved. Oh, look, the teddy moved. 
And I swear they thought I was moving it and messing with them. Right. Well, I have it on my security cams now that my cat's humping the pet, the teddy bear, and it makes me very happy. And I think we're going to share it with everybody because it is funny. I tell you what, give me the video, and we'll put it in right here. Right here? Right here. Right here. Right in the truck bed. Don't mess it up. I won't. You know what you got there? What? You got a Pornhub flick and going with your (laughs) (laughs) T-Rex. Do you think I'll become a millionaire if I post that on Pornhub? I think I'm going to try it. We'll we'll find out. Million dollar idea. Million dollar idea. (laughs) Million dollar idea. We have a lot of these when we're doing this. All right. I do know of a million dollar idea that worked or started to work and then it became too easy to not have to buy one. Okay. Have you ever made, like, a heat pack out of an old sock and rice? I think everyone has. Right. It can also be an ice pack. So just depends on where you put it. You can't sell them then because they're too easy to make, right? So it was a million-dollar idea. Well, that's not true because they're still for sale and people still buy them. They're just not bright enough to realize what's inside. Okay. So what I do not understand, okay, you take regular old white rice – and put it in a sock. Mm-hmm. And heat it up anywhere from, what, three to five minutes at a time most yeah. of the time? Pull it out. Use it. And then just leave it wherever. And you do this for, what, months? Years? And the rice just doesn't go bad? It doesn't actually cook? It doesn't, like, burn in the fucking sock? Like, you could probably take that sock, break it open, put some water in there, and fucking... Well, when you cook... Cook right, it? Well, when, right. When you cook rice, you have to use water, because it has to soak up the water. Right. It's got to absorb the water. So, you would... Have re- you ever tried to brown rice in a pan? It burns all to hell. Yeah, you're not So, how is it not burning in the... Like, br- how is it not browning in the sock? Have you ever tried to do anything but microwave the sock? No, it's a sock. No, it's a sock. It's flammable. (laughs) Not according to the microwave. I mean, maybe if you put it in long enough. That's probably the same reason the rice won't cook. Do you know what would be hysterical? Cooking a meatloaf in the microwave and thinking it's edible? No. I was going to say fill a sock full of popcorn kernels and give it to somebody as a present. (laughs) Like, here, I made you this custom heat pack. And then they put it in there for three minutes and have fucking burnt <laughs> popcorn, popcorn or have it explode all over the microwave. They're just like in there and they hear popping like, huh, that's weird. My last one didn't sound like that. You know. Didn't smell like that either. <laughs> I, I have to say something. Okay. We tend to bring up the same subjects a lot. We talked last week about microwaves. I mean. How's the weather outside? Oh, you saw i told you no weather i'm not answering that question fun fact since we're not talking about the weather did you know that almond milk dates all the way back to 13th century like baghdad like it was in a 13th century baghdaddy cookbook and that it was also all the way back to 13th century baghdad yeah it was in a 13th century baghdad cookbook. did they have almonds there i don't know but i guess in the 14th century it became really popular in egypt also so you've got almond milk that's been being produced for seven, eight centuries now. 
We still haven't figured out how to make it taste it's good. It's still fucking gross. That's almost like the, the, you know, how many years of turn signals. I think he said 55. Yeah, 55 F- years 55 of, years of, of turn. mandated turn signals. Not even the optional ones. Right. The mandated, mandated ones. turn signals. And we still don't know how to use them. Mm-hmm. This many years of almond milk, and it's still gross, and we still use it. Mm-hmm. I don't have a good answer for you. We live in a fucked up world. What can I tell you? We really do. Oh my god, do we live in a messed up world? But at least there's compassion. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got a I got a story for you. Okay, what's your story? There was a man. His name was good story. Earl Haas. Earl Haas. Yes. Okay. And according to Google, he loved his wife, and he didn't feel like watching her suffer. Okay, so he killed her. No. Worse, he invented the tampon for her. Uh, I knew it was a man's <laughs> idea. It's just such a man's idea. Like, right. It's a man's idea I know idea you're on your period, but I plan matter. on getting it in there still. Right. Well, that and it's, it is such a man's solution to a problem that he doesn't have and knows nothing about. Yep. Uh, stuff something up there. You'll be okay. On the flip side, though, yeah. a woman named Gertrude actually made the first like commercial brand Tampax. Oh. So as much as it was invented by a man, it went commercial because of a woman. Well, that was because she said, you know, we're just going to accept this loss and we're going to make money off of it because we might as well make the money off of the man's idea. Right. And also, since we're not going to talk about tires, did you know (laughs) that Dunlap was actually the first company to make an inflatable tire out of rubber? Hold on. Back in uh, wait, for no, bicycles. We have to touch on something. For bicycles in we have 1888. To touch on something. We're not talking about tires. Yep. Who made the first tire? That's what you just Tire did. tire? Dunlap. Weren't you listening? There was a man named Charles Goodyear who accidentally discovered the process of vulcanizing rubber to make it more malleable like I wouldn't more say malleable, elastic. Go elasticity, Ooh, better this, elasticity. This is a really good motion for and elastic. strength. Strength. Yes. But it wasn't until Dunlap in 1888 that they had the first rubber inflatable tire. So wait a minute. Is it Dunlap or Dunlop? Mm, I guess it depends on how much you've had to drink and how much you slur it. I don't know the country of origin. I'm not a literary major. Dunlop, Dunlap is an O, Dunpop. is an A. I don't know. Done pop? Done Did pop? Don't pop? Um, Hot pockets. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, what is one of the biggest tire brands out there? Goodyear, Goodyear, right? Yeah. You know, makes sense. Charles Goodyear, organization of rubber. Goodyear came out 40 years after he died. Yep. Why? It was a dude, Frank Sieberling, something like that, back in... 19 no 1898 okay. started Goodyear company in honor basically of Charles so Goodyear Goodyear wasn't even made by Goodyear Goodyear wasn't even around to see the the Goodyear brand come That's up That's such a sad story Right no royalties no nothing Could you that that would actually be a good question to have like as much as the Goodyear was in honor of him like the the company, did they give any royalties to his like yeah. next of kin? 
Did he have any Did next he, of kin? Right. That they could even give royalties to for the name? We don't know much of anything, do we? Do we ever? No, we need to get back to Googling. I would just like to let you know. Anything that I look up on Google, I do not source check. Okay. I don't. So none of this is true? I'm not. Might not be. I'm it, not a historian. We need to have a serious discussion, though. Okay, about what? Mashed potatoes. This doesn't seem that serious. <laughs> it is serious. We have okay. a serious problem. So We have serious problem. Serious problem. Mashed potatoes. Yes. Okay. What I, is serious problem? I have a friend. Friend. His name is Flash. Flash. And Flash thinks it's okay to put ketchup on mashed potatoes. <laughs> he says that mashed Flash potatoes... Flash is wrong. Problem solved. <laughs> Moving on to the next topic. <laughs> he says... Mashed potatoes are the same thing as mashed french fries, and you put ketchup on french fries, so you can put ketchup on mashed potatoes. Well, theoretically, he's not wrong, because when it all hits your stomach, it's the same. I don't have to taste did it you when it's that, in my stomach. Did you know that your stomach thinks all potatoes are mashed potatoes? Yep. Did you know that I don't have taste buds in my stomach, so I don't give a fuck. If you drink ketchup <laughs> and then eat mashed potatoes, you're going to taste ketchup, and you're going to taste mashed potatoes, but not at the same time. Because yeah, that's, that's fucking wrong. It is. That's very, I don't understand. There's a few things that belong on mashed potatoes. Ketchup is not one of them. Correct. Butter, salt, pepper. Gravy. Mm. What do you mean no? Cheese, Everything sour cream. Is, a real potato, not necessarily mashed potatoes. It works in mashed potatoes too. I'm sure. Garlic. It, ah, not in. So you can make garlic mashed potatoes, but you're not well, going to put can, ketchup on them. Yes. But what you if put, you make garlic french you fries? Put, I don't know. That's a french fry. It's not a mashed potato. It's the same thing. You it's, can put ketchup on No, I didn't say it's the same thing. Flash said it's the same thing, and he's wrong. Yeah, he's definitely wrong. I was trying to defend it. I just can't do it anymore. Like, that's anarchy. Would you put mustard on there? You put mustard on your french fries. Would you put mustard on... Do you I put don't mustard? put french fries, no. Neither do I. I, I, put, do, I do dip my french fries in ranch here and there, though. I feel like that's kind of normal. Um, I don't make my mashed potatoes with ranch dressing. I make French fries with gravy. I don't make French fries closer. I don't make French fries with ketchup. I don't make them with mustard. I honestly don't eat anything on my French fries. You've never had baconator fries from one. I've had baconator fries, yeah, but like I don't like if I make French. What's the difference between that and putting cheese and bacon on mashed potatoes? That's mashed potatoes. It's not French fries. You have baconator fries. You have a baconator. You don't identify your so French fries. Defend this. Your French fries don't identify just, as a hamburger. I have. Can. I have eaten mayonnaise you're on French assuming, fries. You're assuming things. Have you ever had mayonnaise on French fries? No, that sounds disgusting. Who does that? Actually, <laughs> technically, I've yes. done that. Well, technically, yes. But I, I mean, turned, when you don't put them in a burger. And I turned. Do you know what I saw that was really the good? The mayonnaise into garlic aioli, so technically. Okay, well, on that same note, French fries don't identify as pizza crust either, but I saw this really good-looking video online the other day where this person took a whole sheet of French fries, and then they took, like, pizza sauce, yep, shredded cheese, pepperoni, melted it all on the pan, and then poured it on top of the fries. 
My wife actually introduced me to what one of the things she does that when she first did it, I was like, what are you doing? French fries or pizza? Pizza, but made with ground chicken for the crust. What? It was actually really good. Explain. She takes ground chicken. She seasons it. She squishes. This is like the burgers. Squish. Big squish. Okay. So then she squishes it. She spreads it out in a pan. And then just like you were mentioning, she gets the sauce, puts it on, puts the cheese on, and she makes a pizza out of it. And it's really freaking Hold good. on. It's a meat pizza. So there is no bread-style crust. Correct. It's literally just It's the meat. Chicken. It's the crust. It's literally just mushed baby food-style chicken. Not baby food. It's, no, it's ground chicken. It's like making burgers. No, no, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. What do you grind it with? A pepper grinder? You can buy ground chicken. You can also buy ground pork and make pork burgers. I'm pretty sure ground pork is called sausage. No, it's <laughs> not. It's called ground pork. I've heard of like... Sausage is... <laughs> sausage. <laughs> So I've heard of ground turkey, like turkey burgers and stuff. Oh, wow. And like turkey so bacon. So who would have thought that they could have done it with more animals? Chickens are too small. Do you know how many chickens you got to grind up to get a pound of chicken burger? I feel evil now. And it's Thank so lean. It is. Well, that yeah, it is lean. It's lean protein, but like. Lean protein. Good thing you did that because I don't have that same <laughs> Don't get off topic here. Now, my question. I'd wanted to get off the topic of the ketchup and mashed potatoes. Do not bring that back. Oh, I just we're circling. We're circling back around. Don't I worry. don't wanna. Is that considered a gluten-free pizza if you use chicken for the crust? Yeah. There's no gluten in the chicken. There's no gluten. Well, I'm not gluten expert, but the rest of the ingredients I think are okay, right? I believe so. My wife eats them. And it's still delicious. Still put pepperoni on it. I wouldn't. I I have not tried this yet to vouch for the deliciousness of this well, fake pizza. The what this pizza? Fake pizza. If it wasn't made of chicken, I'd say you got it from like a vegan place or something. Like that just sounds like it sounds like something that you wouldn't normally do unless you were trying to. Change it sounds like a substitute it? pizza. It does. Like you can't have real pizza, so here's but your substitute. I have no idea where. It, maybe she came up with it, trying to make something for someone who couldn't have bread or something. Was she on a? Was she on a? I don't know what the non-bread diet is. No, nah, she didn't really. I mean, she lost a lot of weight, but she didn't do it by dieting that I know of. Not like specific, like. Would it even the be the same way so I did, it, where it was eat less? So would it stupid? Right, but would it be considered a diet if it's still pizza? Like, can you eat chicken pizza on a diet? I don't know because it depends on what kind of diet you're doing. Like with mine, probably like with the one I lost weight with, probably not because mine was mostly less calories. Okay, but on that same note, like. Can you do chicken bacon ranch on a chicken crusted pizza? Oh my god, that sounds delicious. Or, She's making that now. I can guarantee you it. She heard it. It's gonna happen. I'll update with probably next podcast. On whether it was good or not? Yeah. 
Because I bet you it'll happen in the next two weeks now that you brought it up. She's going to hear I know we don't go, work anywhere near each other, but you should bring me it for lunch. We don't work anywhere near each other, but conveniently, you work a lot more Saturdays than me. Yeah, that is true. I'll give you that one. So I can make it up there one day with it. So aside from ketchup and mustard, no. what else should you not put on mashed potatoes? Oh, my God. I don't know. Ketchup and mustard on mashed potatoes has me all sorts of fucked up in the head. Do you know what? I don't know what to not put on them anymore. Do you know what the worst? Italian dressing. Yeah, definitely don't do that. Definitely don't do that. Do you know what like the worst thing that I ever had with mashed potatoes was? What? Beets. When I was a kid, when I was a kid, they made pork chops, mashed potatoes, and beets. Pork chops. And they were like, oh. You got to eat those beets. I'm like, I don't eat beets. Like, we were with my grandma or something. They're like, right. he doesn't eat beets at home either. She's like, no, he's going to eat them. It's fine. She goes, here, we'll hide them in your mashed potatoes. And she ruined my mashed potatoes by stuffing them full of beets. So, I'm going to start is, this. You by... cannot hide beets in anything. No, you cannot because they turn everything. It's, they're, they're awful. And they're awful. So, I'm going to start this by saying, sorry, mom, because I have to make fun of you. Okay. So. Pork chops, baked, tomato sauce, dumped in pan, peas, dumped in pan. You lost me already. Bake the whole thing. Eat it with pork chops, tomato sauce, and peas. Hold on, though. It's all cooked Double together. baked the pork chops? Double cooked uh, no, them? No, well, it's double cooked, yes, because I'm pretty sure they fry it, and then I, I forget. Mommy might have to update do, me. But... Do, so is it basically sear the outside? Yeah, it's like a sear the outside. But it, it's still raw enough yeah. in the middle that you put it in the bake? Yeah. Okay. But the peas get me every time. Listen, pork chops is one of the very few foods I do not let my wife cook. Why? What does she do to them? She was pregnant cooking pork chops for me the one time she tried to pan fry them she kept temp checking them but they wouldn't temp check out this was not this with a digital one familiar this was not a digital one it was a manual one and they were still like 10 degrees too cold for what she wanted them or something she had had them in the pan like half an hour like there was no rawness left to them but they weren't quote up to temp okay and I came home, and I was like, babe, it's fine. They're done. And she's like, no, they're not. And she was all emotional and, like, freaking out, so I had to calm her down. And then it was like, all right, you're sensitive. You just freaked out about it. I'll eat the pork chops. Like, thank you so much. Yeah. I took the first bite, and after, like, three minutes of chewing, I'm like, okay, so this bite's not going to work. And I cut it up into pieces, and I put a little water on the plate to try to put some moisture in it and put it in the microwave for, like, 15 seconds to try to, like, steam my pork chop. You made it worse. No. It did not make it worse, but it did not make it better either. (laughs) (laughs) So, hamburgers in a pan. On the grill, she does fine. Like, pre-made hamburger patties, she does fine on the grill. Just not in a pan. No pork chops. No pork chops. No pork chops. No pork chops. No, we don't eat pork chops because I have to cook them if we make them. And you don't cook. And it's not that I don't cook. There's only certain foods that I cook, and I don't care to cook them. Right. I was driving the other day. Were you? Down the thruway. Were you? On a Saturday morning. No. At quarter till eight. 
That's way too early for a Saturday. And I saw what I could only describe as possibly being a couple of redneck hillbillies. Oh, boy. They were. You fi- are a redneck hillbilly. They were filling potholes on the throughway. Okay. They had the yellow lights on the truck. Mm-hmm. They had it pulled off on the shoulder. Okay. That makes sense so far. No cones. That's probably a bad idea when people are doing 70, 80 next to you. No signs. That's a definite bad idea when people are doing 70, 80 next to you. I peaked the hill. They are on like the up part of the hill. So you can see down the hill and up the other side. Okay. The other side of the hill is three lanes wide. I'm looking at semi-trucks. I see dump trucks. (laughs) I see regular car and passenger trucks. No cones. They are standing in the right-hand lane. They poured asphalt on the center line and are standing there with their little reflective gear. No real signs. Lane's not blocked off. Truck's not in the lane. Beating the asphalt into the center line with a shovel. (laughs) They're like, fuck safety. Dumb ways to die. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) They're like, fuck safety. We're just going to get this done and leave. Where was OSHA for this? I don't know. Not there. No. OSHA was going, <laughs> Like, I was worried there, for Somewhere him. there was an OSHA supervisor. I'm like, watching, I understand. Watching the security cameras for the New York State Thruway going, <laughs> Like, I understand. You can see, and you grew up in the country playing Frogger or something. But, like... Okay, but there's a difference. Like, even where I used to work, it was on a busy four-lane road, and it was a pain when even you had you to walk across the, lane the off, street. Even just block the lane yeah. off? You know, put a park, put a sign that says, get the fuck over. It could be as literal as just park your truck. Partway in, in the, the lane, lane, so they had to move over. And then that way, even if they hit the truck, they're not hitting you. Right, but it was basically one guy was standing there watching all the cars coming down the hill going, oh. Yeah, you got time. And the other guy's just sitting there with a fucking shovel whacking away. <laughs> so one guy's just ready to scream. It, yeah. It's coming. Fuck this fucking Saturday bullshit fucking job fucking 8 a.m. in the fucking morning. You've really got to hope that your partner is not <laughs> suicidal if you're doing that job. If you're the guy with the <laughs> yeah. shovel, you, you got to hope that that guy's Yeah, you're sitting suicidal. there beating shit with a self- shovel. You're like, man, it really sounds like the cars are getting close. He's just laying in the road like... <laughs> So what happened to Steve again? Um, somebody ran through all of our cones. That <laughs> we didn't have. Yeah. Real quick, back to Flash. Back to Flash. Flash. Has, I don't want to go back to catch up on mashed potatoes. Flash has tinted windows. Okay. Well, at least now we know why he... I asked him before, like, why do you have tinted windows? And he's like, well... Because of, like, all the other... Like, he drives a small car. He did not tint the windshield. I'm going to start by saying that. So he's a little bit... He put he put the sun strip in. Yep. But he didn't, like, fully tint his windshield. And I don't mind the sun, the sun strips or the windshield banners that say something. Right. Those aren't too bad. So he's got tint. And his back window is, like, tinted black. And, I, you know, you ask him why. He's like, well, I drive a little car, other people's headlights. Like, it's just obnoxious and annoying and everything else. Mm-hmm. All right. Totally understand. 
You know that little thing on the back of the mirror that just like tink, so that it like aims it at the back seat. Yeah, and it's basically like did he not know that's what it did? And it's like basically like tinting your back window because then it reflects all different. It's not like right in your eyes. He didn't know what that was, did he? No, it's worse than that. In my car, without tinted windows, he won't flip it. He's like, "Well, I want to be able to see the cars behind me." Well, then why'd you tint your windows? Now you can't see the cars behind you. I'm like, if you flip this little thing up, you can still see them just fine. Yes, because it reflects in a certain way. He's like, no, I don't like doing it that way. I like being able to see the actual car. I'm like, dude, you tinted your windows. They're basically black. He's like, well, that's different. I'm like, no, it ain't. And, like, I said that to him. Okay. And so now, like, it's in his brain a little bit. So we'll be driving down the road, and, like, if somebody will get on our ass, he'll flip it. Because it's in his brain. Then they go around us, and he flips it back. I'm like, just fucking well, leave just it. <laughs> like, Especially it's nighttime. You guys, yeah, you, it's nighttime. Someone else is going to come up behind you, and you're going to just have to flip it again. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Especially because he got not upset. I think internally he might have been upset. Okay. But I started With having that. this issue where he was driving a little faster than I thought was reasonable. Okay. So... Don't get me wrong. Like, everybody is speeding for the most part on the throughway to a certain level. Mm-hmm. But he was going past what I would consider an acceptable level to get, like, that one to two cars ahead. Yeah. And it's not like he was just blowing people's doors in and flying home and making a good reason for it. He was it's, it's getting not even one that. or two cars ahead. It's, it's, it's not even that. So, like, I have realized... Just, we'll, we'll go with 60. If you're driving down the road at 60 miles an hour, right? Yeah. That is a legitimate fine speed to drive. Mm-hmm. No one's really going to give you trouble. On a half an hour drive, it takes you 30 minutes. Yep. If you drive at 55 miles an hour, that same drive will take you... Maybe two, two and a half mile, minutes longer. Yeah, it's nothing real big deal. Half a song? Yeah. You're still going to show up at the same basic time. So instead of driving like a complete ass but what and making a big deal out of it. In a 55? Yeah, why not? Why? Why not? Because I don't race my car. But why not? Because it's a focus. But why not? Because I just don't. We've I know you've seen focuses that get raced that are not ST models. They are S's, and they have three exhausts. Yeah, and don't mismatched get me, panels. Don't get me started on that stupid ass car. Because I know you've seen it. I know I've seen it. But before you before you try to change this topic on me, okay? <laughs> so he he would do it, and he would hit. You know, again, like we're in a sixty-five, and he'll be doing. Like, 85, almost 90 to try to get, like, that one to two cars. I'm like, bro, I get that I'm, like, laid back with my eyes closed, but you do know I can see what you're doing, right? Right. And, like, for a little bit, it was that mentality, like, okay, you're driving. It's not my ticket. It's your ticket. But then I was like, nah, this is stupid. Right. So I set him up, essentially, a child's key. To a reasonable level. Okay. So I set it to max his top speed at 80. 
so that he could not go past 80. That's that's mean, especially when you're in the car with him. Uh-huh. But I d- and for the first like week, I made it seem more like a punishment because I turned on the speed reminders. So at 65, it told him to watch his speed. And then at 75, it told him to that he was approaching his top speed. And then by like 78 to 80, it'd be like, oh, you hit your top speed. I would have been a dick right back to you. And I would have just been fucking flooring it everywhere it cuts, to get to 80. It cuts the throttle. So you know how like if you prepay a pump 50 cents beforehand, it slows down? It's it'll hard accelerate before. to 75 and uh, then it cuts the power back so that you don't blast past 80. They cut your power between 75 and 80. So aggravating. But I set it up so that if I had to drive on it, like I yeah. could. And like I said, I didn't want it to be a punishment for me. So like I didn't put on the volume limiter because you can make, you can set it. So like a, you can't turn the radio up past a certain volume and like, Oh my God. I was like, fuck that. I still want to be able to listen to the radio loud. I don't want to be punished. Right. So I turned that off. But if you don't buckle up, it's like, oh, you need to buckle to unmute audio. But I buckle up anywhere. I go anyway. So, like, that was never a problem for me. But I set up this mic key for him. And, like, he was so excited the other day because, essentially, I quit having him use it. He's like, oh, this is so nice. I get to drive on the big boy key again. But he's like, you know. That really did help me, like, as a person, have a better understanding. And he got, like, all Goose Fraba Gandhi on me. You hated that moment, didn't you? You were like, this wasn't, this was supposed to piss you off, not make you go, oh, I'm a yoga master now. Well, I about fell over backwards in a nice way because I set it up for him. And the first time he gets in, he turns the car on. He's like, oh, speed limited 80. That's a good idea. I'm oh like, God. I'm like, are you one of these guys that are too stupid to insult? That must like, have I know been I so insult you a lot. I know I insult you a lot, and you pick up on that. But like, that must really? have been so infuriating for you too, where it's like, oh, that's a good idea. It was, it was such a Chad moment. Like, <laughs> really, really. Yeah. Well, Chad couldn't get your start your car rolling, so. No, I tried to teach him to drive standard. That I was know. the scariest fucking ah. shit. I tried to, and I think the same thing happened to both of us. Did he ask you how to stop? Yes. Okay. So I get him, I I had him going flat, and out of nowhere, we get up to speed. We're doing like 55, 60. Yeah. He's like, quick question. I'm like, yeah, what's up, buddy? He goes, how do I stop? I'm like, oh, you use the fucking brakes? <laughs> what do you mean how to stop? Try that pedal in the middle. You know, the brakes, they work. If you stall, I don't care. Right. I'd rather you, you stall than hit a you tree. Stopped. I mean, stalling will stop eventually, but I mean, push the fuck clutch in, pull a neutral. I'll pull you neutral if you got to hit the brakes. I don't care. Mm-hmm. What were you going to talk about anyway? I forget. We were talking about, oh, you were talking about racing the focus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was talking about street racing that happens in the city. Okay. Because they all like. Go to the same spot every week. Not the idiots. What do you don't mean? tell me all the idiots do it all in the same spot. Like they don't know where they're gonna be. Well, it, it it just it drives me nuts because so what I used to do usually they get together with a meet okay. first, and they sit there they talk about each other's cars. You know they shoot the shit, and then they'll go to a specific road. 
okay. that they go to every week at a certain time. Right. And that's where they do the street racing. Okay. And that's where it confuses me. Right. Because now it's gotten to the point where the cops... They know where you're going to be. Yeah. So, and it's gotten to the point where they know where the meat is. They know where you're going to go from the meat. So the meets are usually, you know, in a pretty big parking lot. Right. So they'll the cops, within moments, will be, because they do it the same time every week, too. So within moments of the meet starting, they'll break up the meet at the big parking lot. And then, when everyone leaves the meet at said big parking lot, they will go to the road to do the street racing. And the cops basically meet them there because they know every single where they're going to go and everything. Now... I have two issues with that. Okay. Keep it on the track. There's plenty of local things that you can do. Right. My other issue with that is at least be smart about it. Like, get out of the city where you're not going to hurt people, where no one's really going to complain about it, or at least don't go to the same damn road. Well, it's like the one of the guys I worked with, he was talking the other day, he's like, yeah, I was in my Honda, and I ended up, he's like, yeah, I started racing this car down the main drag, like not even like out of the city, like right in the main drag of the city, doing 90 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. It's like, are you dumb? Like people people race where I remember that four-lane road that I was talking about that I used to work on. All yeah. The, people race on that road all the time. And then they'll go up and they'll hit some of the, the highways right. that go through the city. They'll go up through the highways, get back off, come back down and around. I hate being in traffic with these people that are not just speeding, but weaving. Yes. Like, hardcore left and right, no turn signal, like, 20 over, like, just fucking weaving cars. And it's like, bro, what are you doing? Yeah. And I just... It just, it, it just drives me nuts because... As someone who loves everything about cars, who loves race cars, racing cars, right? There's building a time, street cars. There's, there's a time, a time and a place. place, and you can go to those places without too much of a problem, right? And there, you're, you can find them more and more now. Yeah, I just, you don't wear a watch, like a any kind of active tracking watch. No, not at all. I was thinking about this the other day, okay? Okay. If I lay still enough, my watch will decide I'm sleeping. Like, there's no there's no true good way to determine if you're awake or asleep. Right. Like, obviously, again, lots of factors, little guy in a file room. But again, it's, there's no foolproof way to be like, oh, yeah asleep so like you can track your sleep to a certain point Mm -hmm. but if you lay still it'll tell you that you're asleep even though you're wide awake just laying still right okay i was thinking about that and i'm like you know if you were to actually wear your watch to track your sleep how pissed off would you be if you were a sleepwalker like it just every night you look at your activity and it's like (laughs) Yeah, you didn't sleep a wink. And it's like, for not sleeping, I sure as hell don't remember anything. 
When did I do 5,000 steps at 11 o'clock last night? And then if it actually was able to track you and where you went, you could actually watch your own sleepwalking. That would be weird. Right. And where'd this fake chicken pizza come from? Because that wasn't there when I went to bed. (laughs) It's going to be chicken bacon ranch, and I'm going to be excited for it. I had a sister that went sleepwalking one time. Yeah? She went out of her room. Okay. Through the dining room, through the living room cut the stairs, and went downstairs, and the door was closed. So oh, she no. walked into the door. Okay. And that was it. She, like, she never opened it. And then she just stood there. So she woke up, and she was standing in front of the door? Well, what happened was, so she got up and did all this, and when she hit the door, it woke my mom up, and she was like, what the fuck was that? So she goes out and starts looking around, and it took her about five minutes, but then she realized my sister walked into the door and was standing there in front of the door like she was waiting for somebody to open it, just standing there asleep. (laughs) She's like, Jen, what are you doing? She's like, huh? Jen, what are you doing? She's like, what do you mean, what am I doing? Where? I'm sleeping. Where Where am I? I'm in front of the door. "You're, You're at the bottom of the stairs. Get back up here. Go back to bed. But. It, that's crazy. Sleepwalking is weird. My mom used to sleepwalk a lot, or at least I think it was sleepwalking. Maybe it was. I don't know. It's hard to tell. Yeah, it was sleepwalking. It had to have been. There was a couple times I remember her ending up in the pond that was in my dad's backyard, and she would sleep. <laughs> she would sleep, swim, which is that's only mildly scary. Mildly? She, uh, no, that's really scary. <laughs> That's 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 scary. Like that's scary, scary. Yeah, like walking is one thing, but like, oh yeah, I was sleep swimming and stopped, but (laughs) I wasn't on land yet, (laughs) and I just kind of (laughs) like, I'm awake. Who threw water on me? And why am I, why am I soaked? Mm -hmm. Where'd all these fish come from? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I remember a couple times where that had happened, and it was like, what in the world? The couple times that I know it happened, that I, the reason I know this was because I had woken up for a drink, and she was outside. And I was like, what are you doing out here? Right. And I didn't get a response because she was asleep. That's when you got to start locking the door at night. It didn't help. She knew how to unlock the doors. Okay. Well, my sister couldn't open a door that well, was unlocked. So, so you were thinking, oh, she's not going to be able to unlock it. Yeah. Right. No, it was always locked because my dad's crazy and thinks out there in the middle of nowhere, someone's still going to unlock it. Maybe an animal. Right. But anyway, he so he always locked the doors. So managed to unlock it, go to the pond, swim, come back, not have a clue other than she was wet when she woke up. So I guess she didn't use a towel. No, she just went back to bed. She <laughs> pissed the hell out of my dad the couple times that it happened. I couldn't even like the first time you do that, and then you wake up first thing in the morning. You're like, "Holy fuck, did I sweat last night or what?" <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck, that fucking it's, bed is soaked. It's, it's so hot. There's no way. <coughs> oh man. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we're getting about that time you where we should so? wrap it up. Yeah. Well, um. Do we really want to? I mean, mm. wife's probably sleeping on the couch. 
Probably going to have to go wake her up. It's probably cold outside. It's 10.30. Don't talk about the weather. (laughs) (laughs) It's 10.30, though. Yeah, it's probably time to start heading home. I'm usually in bed by now. That explains why I'm tired. Yeah. I'm very curious to see how this fake chicken chicken bacon ranch pizza goes. And if you can think of something that is not a salad dressing, ketchup, or mustard... That shouldn't be on mashed potatoes. But if you can think of something not in, but on mashed potatoes, aside from something, what? Hershey's Kisses. (laughs) I I don't even have a good response for you. (laughs) Peanut butter. Melted? Or like... (laughs) Because like, it can't be in. Are you drizzling peanut butter yeah, so on dri- mashed potatoes? Yeah, drizzling, drizzle peanut butter in. It's a f- you have that I peanut f- butter syrup stuff that you can buy? Well, no, I feel, I feel like real peanut butter, because it's so much like a spread, is almost like mashed potatoes anyway. But it's not going to taste good together. We were ending this. Yeah, and then you were like, oh, I'm so smart. Let's make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Legit question. Okay. What? Can you cook your shredded chicken pizza crust into like a formated thing and then formated cut thing. <laughs> and then cut out some square chunks and make a peanut butter and jelly on your chicken bread? Why not? I don't know. I'm asking. We're gonna find out. Are you gonna on eat it next episode? Of- <laughs> are, are, <laughs> on next episode of Can You Eat It? No. <laughs> But really, are you going to... I really wish that Will It Blend wasn't already a thing. Because <laughs> I would love to do that. I've honestly never thought of that chicken thing, though. Like, it's not... Most a... people wouldn't. I don't know where she came up with it. I but don't it's know. delicious. I mean, again, you'll have to prove this to me. But I'm just curious. Like, if you make the crust... Without any toppings on it, will it form solid enough that you can cut it into squares and make a peanut butter jelly and chicken sandwich? Huh? It's gluten-free. It's gluten-free. Have a good night. (laughs) That's not (laughs) gluten-free.